Welcome to the first episode of the Life Math Money podcast. I'm your host Harsh Strongman and today we're talking about how to start a side business. Let's start with the expectations people have from entrepreneurship. If you go to Twitter and a lot of other social media websites, you'll find images of people in suits standing in the sun holding a glass of wine with a luxury car and three models by their side. people have this romanticized image of an entrepreneur that they're extremely rich and their lives are very easy but this is not true especially for the first few years this is completely not true here's what someone running a startup actually looks like a guy who wakes up at 5 in the morning and works for a few hours then he goes to his job and works and then he comes back home and he's working again He works for 16 hours a day and there are no Saturdays and Sundays for him there are no weekends there are no vacations he can take he works whenever he can work you are going to have to put in a lot of effort to get anywhere and you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices as well you are not going to have the time to be chilling and you are not going to have the time to be partying and you will definitely not have the time to sit and watch tv or hang around and do coffee you are going to be busy especially since we're talking about running a side business that means that you're going to be working a job on the side or that you are still in school and you would be studying on the side so it's going to be a very rigorous thing and it's definitely not going to be easy Let's also talk about if you should be quitting your job or dropping out of school. In my opinion, you should not be quitting your job. You should first work on your startup for some time and get it to a certain level where it can support your life. When you're sure that things are going to work out well and where you know the market is there and your business is doing well, only then you should quit your job. And even then, it's better to not quit your job. rather you should reduce your efficiency to a level that you bring yourself in a position to get laid off because when you get laid off they pay you a severance and that severance money can be used to further your business also a lot of people want to drop out of school do not drop out of school that's a dumb idea you have already paid for school a lot of students just want to drop out of school and they use the startup as an excuse to do it they rationalize it by thinking that people like bill gates and mark zuckerberg did it but if you see clearly bill gates and mark zuckerberg did not drop out of school to start a business they started a business and when it was doing well they dropped out of school to run the business they did not drop out of school to start a business the rational choice is not to drop out to start a business but to start a business and once it's somewhat established you feel the need that you need the extra time to run it that's when you should drop out with that said let's discuss the kind of side business we're talking about we mean a business that can eventually replace your job it should have the potential that it can be scaled to the point where it can become the main source of your cash flow and since we're also working our job or studying it makes sense that our business is an online business it could also be an inventory business but managing inventory while you're also working a job becomes very difficult 
it makes more sense to start something that is purely digital and you don't have to ship a physical product you don't have to deal with damaged items you don't have to deal with returns and you don't have to deal with items that got lost in the mail it's much easier to start a side business that's completely digital and another advantage of an internet based business is that it requires very little capital to start you can run a website that gets thousands of visitors a day for 5 dollars a month that's ridiculously cheap so an online business would be our go to choice and when we say business we don't mean a business where the man is the business for example let's consider a doctor's practice a doctor who runs a clinic is not running a business he is running a profession when a patient comes to him he is expecting a service from that particular individual in a sense it's a job in disguise it cannot be scaled you cannot scale a business that depends on your time and attention because your time and attention are very limited the problem arises in all businesses that require the personalized attention of one particular individual this could be a real estate agent or any other such business a real estate agent can never sell his business because his clients are hiring him not his company his business is worth nothing if you subtract the man from the business a business that depends on your presence is also counterintuitive to what you're trying to achieve you're trying to put yourself in a position where you're making money without being at a particular place at a particular time a good business is one that makes you money in your sleep you wake up in the morning and find more money in your bank account that's what a good business is and that's what we're trying to create okay so let's talk about how you would go about creating such a business the first thing you would have to do is to make a note of the skills you already have skills and experience you've gained while you worked your job or the things you learned while you were still in school let's say you work as a human resource manager while you worked your hr job you gained experience with recruiting candidates you gained experience with reading resumes and you gained experience with interviewing candidates these are your pre-existing skills these are the things that you have an edge at these are the fields you can proceed to create a side business in in case you find that you have no skills either because you've only been a student yet or that you've worked skillless jobs such as being a burger flipper or a receptionist then the first order of business would be to acquire skills you're going to have to get some internships or work a part time job to learn how industry works you will have to spend time actually working in the industry to understand how things are done and to understand how that industry works in real life you will have to spend time researching you will have to use the internet to your advantage you will go to websites like skillshare and teach yourself new skills that you can sell to people maybe you can learn how to edit photographs maybe you can learn how to create interesting videos but the very first thing you need to create a side business is a skill that you can monetize if you're starting completely from scratch i recommend learning how to code this is one of the greatest skills you can have in the 21st century in fact i'm learning how to code myself once you have a baseline level of skills you're going to be spending time freelancing 
we'll be freelancing before we create a product because freelancing enables us to hone our skills and freelancing tells us the problems that other people are facing you you will be able to identify common issues that other people are hiring you for let's say you work with 20 clients and out of these 20 people you find that nine of them are facing the same issue in that case you've now identified a common problem that a lot of people have so you can proceed to create a product that can solve that problem for people and then you can sell that product at scale but the very first thing you would need to do is freelance you're going to be outsourcing yourself very cheaply to other people so that you can get the experience and develop your skills and identify untapped opportunities that lie in solving problems that a lot of people are facing the core job of a business is to solve a problem and then sell that solution at scale let's take an example let's take the hr manager we previously talked about let's say he freelances as a recruiter for 15 20 companies and quickly notices that most people coming for interviews have really low quality resumes and they don't know how to interview on the phone and many of them are not able to present themselves well in a physical interview he notices that most of these people have the qualifications to get the job but because of the shitty resume and shitty presentation they are not able to get the job so he starts a website where he provides people with a resume review service and an interview training service he knows that he can scale the business because after a point he can hire other people to do the review and the training for him while keeping the profits a lot of people get confused when they trying to create a product because they don't know where to start usually this is because they don't have enough experience Let's say you're someone who enjoys working out and you go to the gym regularly and I ask you to create a product that will help the average gym goer you won't be able to come up with one you wouldn't even know where to start that's because you have no experience training people you have not identified a problem that a lot of people are facing if on the other hand you are an experienced gym trainer then you know the common problems your average gym goer is facing you would be able to come up with a product that solves a problem maybe you can create a supplement that you can sell to your clients or you can design a pair of gloves that prevents weights from slipping from your hands while deadlifting or anything that works so yeah if you're not able to create a product that's usually a sign that you don't have an identified problem and that you need more experience in your industry All right so once you have the basic version of your product in order you need to get some clients and customers customers and clients are the lifeline of your business you would initially want to reach out in your social circle and see if you can sell something to someone via word of mouth you can ask a friend to refer you this way you can work with that particular client and figure out if your product is good If you find any major issues in your product now would be the time to solve it. Once you conclude that the product is reasonable you can now try to sell the product to people you don't know. You start by writing cold emails. You see those emails that you get that you think are spam well a lot of those emails will actually get you clients. You're going to create a sales email and you're going to send it to thousands of people. Some of those people are going to become your customers and clients. 
you are going to work with them and improve your product you are going to keep getting feedback and keep fixing problems and keep adding more features and improve what already exists at this point you are not going to be too expensive you are going to price yourself much lower than market but in exchange you are going to work with these people and you will keep taking their feedback once you feel that your product is good and i mean very good you are going to start advertising online you are going to use google adwords and facebook ads and you are going to contact websites and ask to place advertisements on their web pages and get some customers with paid traffic you are going to learn copywriting and you are going to see which adwords work better than others it's going to take a while it might take a few months for you to get even 20 customers but after the initial gestation period is over you'll find that your business will grow exponentially especially because you've started an internet based business with a digital product you'll find that the business scales really well let's say you manage to get 100 clients in your first year in the next 2 years you can easily scale to 1000 clients a large part of this is because the clients you already have will bring you more clients If people like you they will recommend your products and services to other people things really start to grow exponentially from there but getting in your first few customers will be hard let me tell you the story of someone i know who sells designer college notebooks on amazon when they started they were selling one or at best two copies a week and that went on for almost a year they were selling two copies a week for a year and they had less than $1000 in sales for the whole first year but by the end of the second year these guys were doing almost 100 copies a day that's a huge improvement over the first year that's what exponential growth looks like these guys are 4 or 5 years in the business now and they sell thousands of copies a day you can tell how quickly things start to grow after a point but the initial gestation period is something that you're going to have to spend and that's a period that will be very difficult and frustrating because you will be putting in a lot of time and energy without seeing reasonable monetary compensation for your time and energy think of that period as an investment that you will be making in your business you have to live like no one will so that you have the chance to live like no one can and that's all there is to it while creating a good side business You start by acquiring skills then you freelance and identify a problem that a lot of people are facing and then you create a product that solves that problem and then you sell your solution at scale One thing you should keep in mind is that you don't want to price a product as a single purchase you want to sell it as a recurring subscription The problem with a one time payment setup is that the value of a customer you find ends with one purchase On the other hand if you can make it a recurring subscription you will create a sustainable and predictable cash flow for your business find a way to make your product a monthly subscription or an annual subscription but always a subscription never a one time purchase don't throw away your clients after one sale keep them and keep billing them again and again and again the other thing you should keep in mind is that don't get complacent Once you have some clients and some cash flows a lot of businesses become complacent do not become complacent
always keep improving your product always keep improving your website always keep improving your sales pitch always keep working on your marketing skills the greatest room in the world is the room for improvement also if you feel that you're short on time try to work on your business while you're working your job most desk jobs don't require 8 hours a day although they are paying you for 8 hours of work most desk jobs require 3 to 4 hours of focused effort the rest of the time is wasted by office workers when they go out for lunch and they sit and chit chat and they do nothing worthwhile use the time you have while you're at your job to start your business that's all for today thank you for listening to the life math money podcast i'm your host harsh strongman and see you next time